It's sports time! Good afternoon, sports fans. It is the start of the 2019-2020 season for sports time. We always take the summer off. My co-host, Leo, disappears to the woods of Wisconsin. But we are back now. This is being recorded on a hike, as a matter of fact, so school has not started. We're not on the way to school. And, but a lot of good stuff going on in the wild, wild world of sports. Leo, do you want to introduce your uh, co-host today? Hi, right, today we have somebody very special coming out here all the way from New Jersey. We have Tottenham expert Anya. Anya, how does it feel to be on Sports Time for the first time ever? And you're kicking off the 1920 Sports Time season. How does it feel? Well, you've made this sound like a lot of pressure. It but is. Before you said all of that, I was very excited, still am very excited, and I'm very happy to inform everybody about the wonderful world of Tottenham Hotspurs. Yes, Tottenham, now if you're like me, and a few months ago you didn't know what Tottenham is or what English Premier League is, well, the English Premier League is a soccer league in Britain. It's the top soccer league. And Tottenham is one of the teams. There's also Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United, and Man City. And those are, and Chelsea, you know, there's some top teams, Arsenal, and Wolves, you know. Wolves is a very good team, yeah. actually. But now, here to de deepen our understanding of sports, Anya Terry, my first question for you is, what is Tottenham's strongest position? That is a very good question. You know, um, Tottenham has actually spent a lot of money in this past transfer season, making sure that they have a lot of depth in their <laughs> midfield area. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. what's the transfer season? Okay, also a good question. The transfer season is basically two times a year, teams have the ability to by other players to put on their team. Mm -hmm. So back to the strongest position. <laughs> the strongest position. We have worked on a lot of gaining depth in our midfield area, more like of center mids. So I think we've done a very good job of that because we got Tangue Dembele, Giovanni Lacelso. Lacelso. Yes, Lacelso. And all of those players and we also have um, Sissoko and Winks. So I would say that center mid is probably our best position at this point in time. But we are lacking defense, which is sort of the worst position right now. We have Vertonghen and Alderweireld and Sanchez. Sanchez is going to become probably our main uh, fullback because Alderwald and Vertonghen are on their last year of their contract, which that's is also, no, that's not good because it doesn't look like either of them are going to re-sign. And then we have a bunch of young people like Juan Foyth, who is currently injured. We have Serge Aurier, who's a wing back. He's also currently injured and isn't a very strong defender. And then we have Danny Rose, who's a wing back, who's also on the last year of his contract. Then we have Chippier, who we just recently sold. So it's not looking good in our defensive area 
as of now or as of leading into future seasons. All right, yeah, and just to recap, last week there's only been two games Tottenham's played, and last week they tied Man City, the best team in the world. And it was a call that probably should have gone Man City's way, but it's what happened, and we ought to move on. Um, so Tottenham tied 2-2, and they won 4-1 the first week, or 3-1 against Aston Villa. Aston Villa. So now we Tottenham has four points, one point for a tie, three points for a win. And right now, Anya, I need to ask you, why do you think that Harry Kane can keep up this pace as a top five striker in the world? Well, the thing about Harry Kane is that he is the only position on Tottenham that you'll look at him and say, oh, he's one of the best at his position in the world. And Harry Kane, Harry Kane has been very good for Tottenham. He scored them a lot of goals, especially like during Aston Villa. We were tied 1-1 until the 89th minute and the 95th minute when Harry Kane scored both goals for us to win 3-1. You know, Kane was out for half of the season last season. He had two ankle injuries. So, I don't know. People are saying he didn't have that much of a great season last season because he only scored 17 goals. But at the same time, he also wasn't there for half the season, so you have to consider that. All right, yeah, so, Harry Kane, what do you think was the reason Harry Kane, like, became such a star and is one of the best strikers? Was it Tottenham's coaching, the fan base, the trainers, you know? Because they're like, why would this star want to go Harry Kane, want to, like, stay with this team called Tottenham when he's a top striker? Like, tell us about Harry, more about Harry Kane. Yeah, well, it's interesting because all of those things do go into consideration for why he probably is on Tottenham. But a cool thing about Harry Kane is that he was actually a Tottenham fan growing up. So it's pretty cool to see because Tottenham, you have to know that Tottenham used to not be a great team. They used to probably come in 15th place in the <laughs> Premier League out of 20 every year. And now they're expected to come in at least the top four every year. So Harry Kane, it's pretty cool because he started Tottenham, or he wanted to go to Tottenham because he was always a Tottenham fan. And while he was there, the club actually developed a lot into this bigger club, which is probably partially because of their coach, Maurizio Pochettino, who has been very good for the club and has developed it. And he even led them to the Champions League finals last year. That is very impressive. Just to take a step out, Tottenham used to be this team before this great coach came in, Harry Kane, and they attracted more stars. They used to be this team that was 15th, like Anya said, in the Premier League, which is just enough to stay in, but not enough to make any progress. And last year they made it to the Champions League Finals. So how this works is the top four teams from the Premier League go to the Champions League, which is the top teams from every league. So the top four teams go went to the Champions League. That was Liverpool, Tottenham, Man City, and who's the other one last year? Probably. It was 
Tottenham, Liverpool, Man City, and I believe, um, wait, Man City, Liverpool. Probably like Man U? No, I think it might have been Chelsea. Alright, yeah, well, Chelsea. Chelsea, alright. So the top four teams go to the Champions League, which is the which is all the best teams from a week basically go into a tournament and it's like it's like the March Madness of soccer. Yeah, exactly. Almost. And um so and then the fifth team, where do they go? So the fifth team, if you come in fifth in the Premier League, which this year I believe was Arsenal, they made the Europa League, which is not as good as the Champions League, but the league under the Champions League. And if you come in sixth place in the Premier League, you're in the qualifiers for the Europa League. All right, so now, so teams like Arsenal, in my understanding, Arsenal's a great team. So I think in any other league, they would go to the Premier League, but I mean the Champions League. But is it because that they're in the Premier League that they didn't go to the Champions League last year? Well, Arsenal and Chelsea actually faced off in the Europa League finals last season, and Chelsea was victorious. Now the winner of the Champions League finals, I mean the Europa League finals, automatically gets a spot in the Champions League. So if you win and you don't even come in the top six, you're already in the Europa League. I mean the Champions League for next season. And, you know, guys, we just got to Massachusetts. Pretty but, exciting. Yeah, but from... It's also, pe people say, like, PSG makes the Champions League every year, but that's also partially because they're so dominant in their the French league because they're the only good team in it. So if Arsenal, that was a good question because if Arsenal was in the French league, then they would definitely make the Premier League. But since they are in a higher level league, it's much harder. You mean the Champions League. And so I understand that there are many good strikers in the world, but I also understand that Salah who has been great for Liverpool. Is, do, would you say that he's kind of been dropping off and it's going to be a little bit harder for Liverpool this year? I mean, yeah, Liverpool has a ton of good players, but if you look back at the amount of goals Salah <laughs> scored in the past three seasons, two years ago was really Salah's prime time, score goals, hat-tricks every game. And they have this very powerful top three position in Liverpool, which is normally Mane, Firmino, and Salah. But there have been people saying, like, well, you know, they can't rely on only those three people forever. Like, they have to search for new, for new power. All right, so why do you think certain players like Ronaldo, I understand why Messi stays at Barcelona because... It's like Barcelona was the only team that would give him a chance. And but I don't understand. Why do you think players like Ronaldo and Neymar don't go to the Premier League to play on the highest, one of the highest stages in the world at soccer? 
Well, in my opinion, I think that Ronaldo and Neymar are both very overrated. And also, those teams like PSG and Juventus, they have a lot of money, and that's where they are able to make the most money, so it's better for their living. It's better for their career. All right, so I get the fact that Man U has Pogba, who's a great star, but I think it kind of seems like Man U is kind of maybe like dropping down a little bit, but maybe they're just in a stage where they're trying to pick up young player, players, maybe they'll try to buy Mbappe from PSG. You know, I don't really know. All right, so Man U hired a new coach last year. He used to be a star on their team. His name is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and he was very good um, for the first about 10 games they didn't lose a game, they only won. So they were on this huge winning streak, and it was great for Man U. But at that point, Solskjaer was just temporary. And then after they won their 10th game, or were undefeated for 10 games in a row, they hired him permanently. Now after they did that, Man U went on a pretty bad losing tying streak to teams that they really should have beaten by a lot of goals. So people started to question Solskjaer's position at Man U and whether it was smart for them to hire him mid-season instead of just leaving it as a non-permanent situation until the end of the season. And this year they have six points and are tied with Liverpool for the head of the Champions League, correct? Or is that That's actually false. They, have, they beat Chelsea 4-0 as their opening game of the season and then they tied to Leicester, I believe. And so they have four points currently. But Oh, that's Man City. Yeah. That has that Man City points. also has four points. No, Man City has six, I'm pretty Man sure. Man four. Oh, wait, is that Arsenal then? Yeah. Arsenal and Liverpool right now at the top of the Premier League. That took me... Too many it's guesses. Also, it's also only been two games, so you cannot tell anything this early in the season. You know, a team who's in last place right now, it's extremely unlikely, but they could make it back to at least top six. Like Chelsea currently is in 15th place after um, two games, and I extremely doubt that they will end that low and that they will stay that low until the end of the season. Uh yeah, I agree. I do not I don't know I don't know what's happening with Chelsea. I think they they lost Hazard to Real Madrid, which was a big loss. Hazard was probably the reason they would make it in the top ten in the Premier League. Yeah. I think in any other league all of these teams would be super good. But you're in the Premier League, you're in the highest league in the U.S., I mean, not in the U.S., in the world. In the U.S., man, any English team could beat the U.S. It's just so true. Um, any last words about Tottenham and the Premier League? Yeah, well, I really hope that after listening to this, you all decide to follow Tottenham. They're really a very exciting and great team to follow. And, you know, we'll see how, how they do this season. All right, thank you, Anna, Anya, and thank you for visiting, and catch you next time.